0: Now here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka.
1: Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioca, and we are talking savings, investments, in your retirement. As always, here on the show, and uh, we we've been on. Actually, this is a live show, and uh, running a little late today. We I don't know what happened on the Southwest Freeway, but it was not pretty, and. But here I am and uh we're we're talking savings and investments and uh here to help you out and build up wealth. Uh the show is all about saving money. Our our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Uh been really pounding the table on on the show on our newsletter uh we've done some uh, guest spots on the uh the Sam Malone show same thing talking really about saving money and building up wealth and it's the start of the new year and make sure you're at 10% plus the company match if you don't have a plan for retirement the start of the new year is the best time to do it the new year has just now started so now's the time to make those new year's resolutions and really make a change uh make a change in your life and make sure you have enough for retirement i and so uh it, there's no better time to start than now and so now's the time to do it uh we got a ton of stuff to talk about on the show this week uh really hopefully we're going to have a guest we'll see if they they can make it in uh and uh it, well, i want we're going to be talking about some of the uh, – really, the, the, there are certain milestone ages to retirement that a lot of people just don't pay attention to, which are a bit, really big deal. What's going to happen? Look, we have a new president being sworn in here. We're, uh, at the end of the – next week, by this show, This uh, next week, this time, we'll we'll be, have a new president in, which will be exciting. And uh, we're talking about that. Big uh, big changes. A, really a, a, a seminal shift in the investment markets and politics and everything – and and, our, and we're going to be discussing that our show the max out Savings show what we really try to bring you things a couple of we, as we talk about savings that's our main thing we talk about investments we we talk about building up wealth. The show is all about that. We want to bring things to you that other people aren't bringing. It, it, that's why we take on a lot of controversial issues. Uh, a lot of people in the press are, are afraid to talk about. Uh they they they, they 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 everybody seems to be listening to whatever what what the establishment is saying, and and it just really there there's another world going on out there, and sometimes some of these trends are really being missed because there's so much attention being played to uh to, to the kabuki theater going on in, in washington and uh we we recently sent out our, our max out savings report. We talked about there's a huge battle going on in Washington between the establishment uh and uh who t- really pretty a very war, warlike in general i mean it, they want one war after another up there and uh the it, and now the big boogeyman is Russia and the establishment and the Democrats uh in, in some some Republicans are just hell bent on starting a war with with Russia, and what we said is is look, this is a part of a of a big tug of war in policy, and this is important because we heard so much talk about it this week. Uh, we had Lindsey Graham, John McCain, uh, uh, Rubio, Senator Rubio from Florida, all you know they want war with Russia, and. And what I said is, this is a tug of war between many of the of the Trump people, the conservatives, and a lot of Americans, particularly working Americans, which sit and view the real enemy is China. They sit and look at China, and they say, they say, what's going on with China? And, and then the establishment goes, and the press goes, oh no, Russia's the problem. Vladimir Putin's the biggest enemy in the world. He's he's causing problems. And they're like, well, wait a minute, China just stole millions of jobs. China just – and then they go, well, yeah, but Russia hacked the DNC and and, and installed Donald Trump as president, as ridiculous as that sounds. And they go, well, wait a minute. Didn't – weren't 20 million uh, top secret secret government files uh, and personnel files on on American uh, government employees stolen by China – uh weren't those were hacked weren't the the plans for a number of our top secret aircraft our our best ones out there a cutting edge stolen by the chinese and hacked in in, in cyber espionage isn't that more important and and wasn't there a huge amount of cyber espionage by corporations with the backing the official backing of the US of the Chinese government, they fed the, the hacked information to Chinese corporations, and they built factories and stole American jobs. Wasn't that more important than what Vladimir Putin did? And they said, oh, no, no, no. Vladimir Putin is the biggest enemy in the world. He's a, he's a huge threat to peace. And they go, well, wait a minute. China's polluting the world, the 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 pollution is so bad it's coming into L.A. and into California and polluting it. It is so bad. They're destroying the oceans. They're outfish, they're outfishing the oceans. Their their air pollution is horrific. There's 30 million acres of farmland uh, polluted with toxins in China, and they're exporting their food to the United States. Isn't that a threat? They go, no, no, it's Russia. So it's a fascinating give and take between these two. The, the American people, the Trump people, the conservatives, and many of the Republicans and the, the establishment that says it's Russia and the other and the Americans say, no, we, it's all about jobs. It's about our future. And, and so you had this big pull. Is the big boogeyman China or is it Russia? Is it Russia or is it China? You get this big back and forth. And, and I want you to understand that's a huge story out there. So when you see everything about Russia, this is the backstory, And one of the things – there's a lot of people out there, the globalists, want Russia to be the boogeyman because if you if you turn the spotlight on China, it endangers globalization, and that's what this is all about. So you have to understand what I, I think is the backstory and really is just not being discussed at all out there in the media. Uh, something I wanted to also touch base, uh, Donald Trump is the pre- the new president-elect, Barack Obama is the president, and normally— the president-elect kind of shuts up and doesn't do anything, and puts together his cabinet and relaxes for a for a couple weeks, for a couple months, until he gets into power. Then he starts going about doing his stuff. But Donald Trump is tweeting a lot. He's meeting a lot with corporate executives, and discussing jobs and everything else, and somewhat taking some of the, the 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 you know the thunder away from Barack Obama. Why is he doing that? It's actually a very logical thing he's doing. And a lot of people are missing this as well. The reason why he's calling out United Technology, why he's calling out General Motors, why he called out uh, Ford, why uh, he met with Jack Ma of uh, uh, the big Chinese uh, internet company, and the reason why he's he's met with all the corporate uh, executives of Facebook, Google, Amazon, uh, IBM, uh you know, the list goes on and on. With There was about the top 15 big companies in the tech world is, why did he do that ahead of time? Why didn't he just wait till he was inaugurated? Why is he interfering with Barack Obama? He really is interfering. The reason why he's doing that is because it's December. And he met with these people in December because they're all doing their year in plans, their 2017 plans. And if he didn't act now, laying the groundwork to the table that, look, instead of, of corporate America being all about profits, it's going to be about jobs, which is the way China views the world, by the way, then – if he didn't do that they would put in a 2017 plan in place to boost boost earnings per share to cut cut uh, expenses lay off workers cut factories move factories to china and elsewhere by doing it in in 2016 in December, he's calling out all these big corporate executives. And so they're going back to do their, their 2017 plans, and they're going, well, look, you know, maybe we don't want to close this factory down. We better sit there and make some plans to put some new factories in the United States because the president's going to be watching, and it could cause us problems. If he would have waited up until he became president in, in, in late January, it would have been too late. It takes companies... S- it takes him nine months to a year, to sometimes two years, to put a factory, and so he has to start right away laying the groundwork and and making the fundamental shift to to the to corporate America that I expect jobs uh, from you people. And it's a fascinating uh, uh, thing what we're witnessing here. And and the reason I talk about this is I think this is huge, a huge shift. Uh, that's coming in place. It's going to affect your portfolio. It's going to infect your. It, it, it's going to. Uh, it, it's going to sit there and, and really affect your retirement and your retirement savings. Over the last eight years, the number one correlation was to the stock market performance has been quantitative easing. Every single time they, the Federal Reserve gauged in quantitative easing, the market went up. Every single time they stopped, it went down. It went down 11 percent in 2010. It went down 14 percent in 2011. It went down six in, percent in in 2012. It, and every single time, you know, for for a short period of time, you, you got the you got these big drops. In, and this was all about the drop in the, the stopping of quantitative easing, the stopping of Federal Reserve money pouring in the system. That's changed now. So this is another big change. You have a new president. The Federal Reserve is now raising rates. They're now tightening money in the United States. This is a big story out there. And so, so – the market is going to change it. The free ride is over and, and now it's going to be more about stock performance. It's going to be more about world events and not just flooding the world with money every single time. And this is, this is a huge change. And so understand massive changes are coming in 2017. This is why we write about this in the max out savings report, which you can go to max to pick it up. It's max And, uh, uh, sign up for the free report i'll uh, we'll be right back after this quick break and by the way this is a live show if you got any questions or comments give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the max out savings show
0: the max out savings show with ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070 ted Gioka will return after these messages
2: Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air... We're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512NewMedia.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so
0: good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka.
1: Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. It's a little Hayes Carl there. Caught him last night up in uh, the woodlands. Uh, one of Houston's, I think really one of Houston's top uh, musicians out there. People, you know, he does phenomenal work uh, in country western. He's um, uh, really a, a, almost a poet songwriter, uh, but a really enjoyable show. Uh, a A couple things. I wanted to touch base on the we've got there's there's a lot of different things on retirement and most people know about retirement and when to do. But and and they know kind of the basics, but they don't understand that really when it comes to retirement, there's really seven basic ages that that are so important to retirement. And 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 it it kind of starts out early. And I I just want to (laughs) review those things at age 50. You have the ability to increase your IRA savings from fifty five hundred to sixty five hundred. It's called a step up. So people, they recognize that people in their fifties want to save more money, and that they let them do this. Uh, it's the same thing with the Roth IRA, <laughs> the the four hundred one k. You can put away a maximum of eighteen thousand dollars. Once you turn 50, you, 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 the number becomes $24,000. So it, it really, it, it's, it's a lot of extra money, uh, another $6,000 there. So at age 50, you can put away additional amounts of money the government lets you. This is a write-off of your taxes. Remember, 401k plans and IRAs are tax deductible. So you get a tax deduction, and there's very few of those left out there. That's age 50. Then at age 59 and a half, it, you have the end of the of the ten percent withdrawal penalty. With an IRA or a four hundred one k, if you take money out, you have to pay taxes plus a ten percent penalty up until the age fifty nine and a half. So now the advantage is 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 with the IRA and the four hundred one k and your tax advantage plans is you got a deduction, so you got some money back from the IRS and then it grows tax free. Then. At age 62 is the first time you can take Social Security. Now, long-time listeners of the Max Out Savings Show know that this is a bad idea to take it at age 62 for, for two reasons. Uh, number one, you only get 75% of your full Social Security Which is at age 66. So you're only getting 75% of your income. So it grows about 8% approximately a year for every year you wait. And that's a huge. If you can get 8% money, 8% a year extra for every year you live in the future, that's a great deal. uh, Holding off a couple years. Uh, Typically, only about 36% of women and only 40% of men actually take it at that age. Most the majority of Americans wait and take it in their later years. Now. At, at 65, you, you become eligible for Medicaid, which is a huge, Medicare, which is a huge advantage. It's, a, it's the government program for retirees for medical, uh, which is a huge advantage. And in, 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 it, it saves you a lot of money on your, uh, your, uh, your medical insurance. So at age 65, you've got to get ready to to go on Medicare and then have the Medicare supplements and things to get the proper insurance for for your medical. Your biggest expense at retirement is going to be medical. The biggest threat to your retirement is really medical more than anything else from everything we've seen. Uh, And then at age 66 is when you get full full, uh, retirement. That's when you get your full Social Security. Uh, and, and, And so that's and the reason for the delays is is twofold. You you get an eight percent a year increase, and the other thing is, people don't understand the longevity of retirement. Now, if you retire at sixty two, you got either you or your spouse has a twenty five percent chance of living to be ninety five. It's over thirty years. It and the 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 other big danger in addition to health care is really long. The longer you live, it's you can out live your assets if you're not real careful. And so what you want to do... No one ever retires at age 65 and loses their retirement, all their money at age 67. It, it, it's way in the future. So what you want to do is you need these type of your social security or annuity programs. They're going to be the long term future money. And so you want those out as much as possible to build up and you want to defer them as much as possible because that's the money that won't ever go away. And that's your most valuable money. So the bigger it is, the better off you are. Uh and then at age seventy, another big milestone. This is the last year you can take Social Security. If it, if it that it grows after age seventy, the so the the amount you get each year stays constant. So if 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 you hold off from six from six sixty two to sixty five, you get twenty five. You get actually it's more than that, but you get from seventy five percent to 100% of your of your retirement. It grows by 8% up to age 70, your income each year you're going to get. After age 70, it doesn't make any difference. You better start taking it because you're not getting any more money. And every, year, every month you hold off taking Social Security, you're actually losing that money. So the last, the most you really ever want to hold off Social Security is to age 70 because it will not grow after that. That's something real important to think about. Uh, at age 70 and a half, you're, 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 that is the age. If you have an IRA rollover, uh, you have four, even a four hundred and one k. You still left it. You you have to start taking the funds out of the out of the out of your programs at age 70 and a half. Uh, there's, this is a requirement. And if you don't do it, there's, there's you're taxed on it at income tax level, plus a 50% penalty. So it's a gigantic penalty. And it's important that you, you start your RMDs at age 70 and a half. And it goes up a little each year. When you're in your nineties, these things get pretty, these pullouts get pretty big. Uh, but, uh, but it, it it will never take you down to zero because it always adjusts a little bit, uh, based on on what the new amount is. But it 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 the big the big story for a lot of people really uh, the really big dates for we see for people is really when to take Social Security, uh, and then the RMDs. Those are the big ones, and then the Medicaid. So sixty five when to take Social Security, 65 with Medicare, when to take Social Security, and then, then the RMDs, when they start coming out. Some people take them out on a monthly basis. We have some people take it out at the end of the year. We have others that take it out at the beginning of the year for our clients. It just depends uh, on, on what you want. But you have to make sure you're getting these RMDs out. Uh, and one of the things we see some confusion, if you have a couple different IRAs, where, where the danger really comes in is, is sometimes people take all the RMD out of one IRA. They do that for a few years and then forget to do it one year, and then it messes up their up their program. At Max Out Savings Advisors, we we kind of monitor where everyone's at on the RMDs, and we can catch those things. But it's much more difficult if you've got numerous IRAs around there. So to recap, the big ages for retirement, at age 50, you can start saving a lot more money. The government lets you do it. Uh, you can save an extra thousand in an IRA and an extra six thousand in a four oh one K plan on top of your savings. At age fifty nine and a half, early withdrawal penalty ends. At age sixty two you can take social security early at a seventy five at a twenty five percent discount. Bad idea. At age 65, you start taking Medicare, and you want to get a Medicare supplement, so the government, you get your government insurance, which helps you out. And then at age 66 is generally when most people start taking the, the Social Security. Uh, at 70 is the last year you can sign up for Social Security. Anytime after that, you can sign up, but you get no more money, so you want to take it then. And then... You have to start taking money out of your 401k or IRA rollover at 70 and a half for your required minimum distribution. Those are the seven important, uh, thing, uh, age, ages that you come up to retirement in, in, um, I think the age 50 is really important because really that means you really have to say, hey, I've got to get serious about retirement. I need to start putting money away. I only have 15 years or so if you're going to be 65 and you can build up a lot of money then. Now, I tell you what, if you've got a question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 and we'll get your questions answered. The... Looking at, at at the markets here, we've really been doing a lot of stuff. in our, in our Max Out Savings report, we're kind of we, we looked at our outlooks for the new year. Uh, we really, I think, you've got to figure on you starting to make the inflation trade come in. We've had deflation. We've had declining interest rates for almost thirty years, actually over thirty years thirty thirty five years. We've had declining interest rates. Uh, when market when markets peaked, the tenure was over fifteen percent, and then it bottomed in uh, in, in July of, uh, of of last year, uh, at about one point three three percent, historic record lows in the investment markets. We've never seen anything like it, and so so uh, now inflation is starting to go up. Interest rates are starting to go up. The Fed is finally talking about raising interest rates for the first time in a long time. They're projecting three interest rate increases. We'll see if they get there. Uh, <laughs> if you use the Taylor rule, and by the way, uh, John Taylor could be one of the guys that they put on the Federal Reserve. Uh, and the the Taylor rule basically takes into account the, the growth, your inflation, and comes up with the number of the Fed funds rule. It's a little over 2 2.5% two is where it should be. Fed funds is probably... Three quarters to one percent, somewhere in there, around one percent. It, it's it's been as low as 015 percent, and and it's still just remarkably low. And uh, right now, I think it's what three quarters or so. It's still too low. Uh, we we over the last y- eight years, we've had a, a historic zero interest rate policy put in place that morphed into negative interest rates. Has been an abject failure by the Federal Reserve. People are we. The, long time listeners show knows we've been a huge critic of this. We felt it was robbing savers in this country the conservative hardworking people in favoring Wall street and uh the big investment bankers and 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 finally uh I think people have come around to our position that you have to have a normalized interest rate if you follow the Taylor rule two two and a half percent a two percent Fed funds isn't going to hurt anybody. It allows people with CDs to get a little money coming in. It allows people to borrow money at a reasonable rate, and and everything uh, works pretty well. The, the, where the real problem has been, uh, has been when rates are ten percent. I, I I remember I had mortgages at <laughs> eight and three quarters, seven and seven eighths. I thought that was a really good deal, and and you still bought houses. So so the the, the talk that that uh out there that the, that the economy doesn't function if interest rates go up is completely false we the united states has has, has had the best economic uh over the last 100 years the of economy of anybody in the world i mean we've created more jobs we've created more inventions we've created more press Prosperity to anyone in the world during that time. Interest rates were up and down all over the place, and the idea that some Federal Reserve central bankers are running around suddenly telling us we can't do that any any anymore is absurd. We had a massive debt after World War II, and still managed to muddle through it and grow the economy and do very well. And so, so uh, the the Fed has somewhat been discredited, but the Fed is not your friend in the markets going forward, and that's that's the important thing. So, two things. The Donald Trump presidency, the Federal Reserve, and the third one is, is is China. Those are the big, and we write about this some in our Max Out Savings report. Those are the big effects on your your economy, on your on your retirement right now. And the I talked a little bit about uh, the Fed. Uh, the Fed is not your friend anymore. They're starting to raise rates. That's not a positive. The number one correlation. Uh, the, the, the positive is is Donald Trump's idea of lower taxes, deregulation, lower corporate taxes, and some fiscal spending is really exciting, and, and and you really are seeing people hire a lot more people. Companies are really sort of falling all over themselves now to try to point out that they're hiring workers and. Uh, this is very exciting. I, we've gone through a decade where where I've sat here and watched one company after another announce layoffs, and, it, and it's, it's been very dispiriting on the American workers and the American people. This is why Donald Trump won the presidency. Uh, you know, Back in June, June or July of last year, I predicted Donald Trump was going to be the presidency. We came out very hard supporting Donald Trump, and we said he was going to be the next president of the United States. I made a comment the American people were so angry— I won't say it again that they would elect whoever because I was, I think in the first time in 10 years I got called in the carpet for saying something but you know compare said that they don't care they will elect whoever it takes to get them jobs in the future and uh I happened to bring up a certain German World War II leader which was a mistake but uh it it it, it that was the reason he won. The American people were so upset that they didn't have a future, they didn't have a job, and, and the establishment just absolutely lost touch with reality and didn't think those people mattered. And so Trump is trying to make do a big push for that. The media is against Trump. The establishment is against trump the The globalists are against trump. The new world order is you know, these are very very powerful people. donald trump's got to deliver very quickly i mean i have never in my life witnessed anything uh you know i i I think Osama bin Laden was was better liked by people in this country some people in this country than donald Trump, particularly on the left and it's 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 deeply disturbing and and uh You know, so he—he, I think he's going to deliver. And if he can create the jobs in the future, here's the future. I want you to understand the future is our technology is such that with robots, big data, and the speed of computing today, we're able to do tremendous things that we couldn't do five years ago, 10 years, 20 years ago. You're going to see more robotics and artificial intelligence, that's gonna cost jobs. Now here's here's the thing. So in the future you're gonna see a huge number of, of, of things built in robotic factories. The Funak factory, I don't even think – it's all robots and one of the biggest manufacturers out there. They don't even – I don't think they even have – it's so secret. They don't even have uh, email into the factories. They won't let anything in there. And and these robots build other robots and things. Now, if we can have all the robots come to the United States – and all the robotic factories come here because of low regulation, low taxes, low pollution. Pollution's a bigger thing than you think out there with reckless Chinese pollution. And we can build the manufacturing base for the world then in the United States. And that's what Donald Trump is after. That's what he's going for. Yes, we're going to lose some jobs due to robotics and due to automation. But if we can have the new automated factories in the United States, it's a hu- we will be the manufacturing base for the world. China has Shrewdly position themselves to be the robotic manufacturer they're they're putting in millions millions of robots in 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 there and, and and so we've got to set the example where we want these companies back here and so what we're after is is a place that lifts the standard of living of all Americans with good jobs with high quality jobs with yes we have some job losses but there's so many new factories and new technologies and new manufacturing and, and, and exciting things that it lifts everybody's standard of living in the United States instead of lifting everyone's standard of living in China. This is a huge shift. This is what we're seeing now. And and, and really, I, these are, are really big issues that are much bigger than we normally talk about in a show. But I want you to understand the world is rapidly changing. We're making a gambit that we can be the world leader again. That's what Donald Trump is saying when he's saying I'm making America great again. The, the The rest of the world was going to sit there and cede everything to China. The Obama administration had just given up and said, We can't get those jobs back. But that might be the case if the world was going to revolt. But once we robotize, once we automate, once we move artificial intelligence in, then we can compete, and those factories have got to be back in the United States. And this is what. So understand that. That brings us up to to the third part of the sort of triad for 2017 is, and what I kind of started the show talking about, China. And the reason I've been talking so much about this is the press wants you to be fixated on Russia. It's not Russia. It's China. China, Rex Tillerson made some comments that, look, we're not going to let the Chinese build these islands right next to Indonesia and the Philippines and claim it's their property in the South China Sea. Well, China freaked out once he said that and, you know, is saying there could be war and everything else. Look, the big ba- – we're going to have to stand up to, to China. Every For the last 20 years, every single American president has been afraid to stand up to China. They have not stood up to China at all. China's gotten everything they want. They've stolen our technology. They've polluted the planet. They've stolen our jobs. And they're just acting recklessly all over the world. You start looking at numbers. You start looking at trade. You start looking at the port facilities they're purchasing around the world. Bloomberg just did a phenomenal story on that, how they're controlling the ports, how they're controlling the shipping. How they're controlled. The biggest fisheries fishing uh, boats in the world are coming out of China. They're stripping out the oceans of fish. They're controlling Why do you think they're moving into Hollywood and purchasing cinemas and things? They want to control what Hollywood does because they don't want anything critical of China. Somebody has to stand up to China and it's going to be the Trump administration. That's not going to be easy. We have to fight for the American people on this. and it, It has to be done in a very artful way. You can't go at the Chinese head on. You've got to sort of dance around and and go and and really understand the way the Chinese look at the world, and then sort of look at and do what they do. And so, this I think is a bigger risk to the world's markets than people think is a a stand up the 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 battle with China. It's all two thousand seventeen is going to be about China. Here's the other problem China has: there's a lot of wealthy people in China. The Chinese yuan is going down. The Chinese government is engaged in huge corruption. Campaigns, jailing politicians and corporate executives in business people in China. Now, if you're a China, if you're an American, you look at that and you go, well, if that happens here, you go, oh, I better move some money out of the country. It's pretty simple, you know. Let's let's buy a house in Mexico or let's buy a house in Europe. We'll buy one in you know. Uh, in France, the south of France, for a vacation home, or we'll send, we'll send my son over to, to England to get, get a degree, and then we'll buy a million-dollar house and move some money over there. And you kind of try to do that a little bit. If you're the Chinese, you're thinking that way too, but in the back of your mind, you go, oh my gosh. Uh, in the Cultural Revolution in the 1960s, the family got sent to sent back to the farms. Uh, my uncle starved to death in thirty million people were killed. And they start that they remember that and they're so you have a massive flood of money pouring out of China, which is putting huge pressure on the, the the Chinese yuan, their their foreign currency reserves are a lot less than people think they are. They're they're not telling people the truth, and so you got money pouring out of China. You got the Chinese economy is is basically their the mortgage loans in the last year or so have doubled. They, it's a housing bubble again. They have one bubble after another. There they have huge problems in China. Low uh, industrial utilization capacity. So they're worried. We're worried you could see a slip-up, and that's going to be the real key thing. So watch out what happens on China. Now, we're coming up in a break. If you got a question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Saving Show.
0: The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070.
1: If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com.
2: Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message five 512 New Media, 512NewMedia.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for
0: your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket, and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka.
2: On the lovers, always shining on the others
1: Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Giocca, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement. If you got a question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070. you got a question about the markets, about your IRA, what's happening in the world today, give us a call. That's what Chuck did. Hey, Chuck, how are you doing?
3: Hello, Ted. You know, the thing that amazes me, I hear these Trump bashers saying, well, he can't really affect things that much because, you know, the uh consumption's not going to change that much when he cuts taxes because the people who are barely getting by aren't going to increase their consumption and yada yada yada. What everybody's losing what a lot of people are losing sight of is for the last 8 years we have literally been ground into the dirt told how worthless we were, what was wrong with America, we were the bullies of the world, we were the scum of the earth for the first time in eight years we've got somebody who's inspiring, you know like j f k like somebody who told challenged us, who said we can do better, we can be there, yeah, you know, for a thousand years, the british were a major world power largely because they were all out there yelling, God save the queen. And they had somebody to believe in, somebody to inspire them. And the fact of the matter is some of the things that he's saying, some of the things that he's doing may not really make sense if you get really analytical, but they're inspiring. Yeah.
1: I I think, Chuck, I think you hit the nail on the head, and this is something people are only starting to really understand now, and we've been talking about a little bit, but is – uh, is the animal spirits that, where people get excited, start doing, hey, maybe I can hire another employee. Maybe we will open up another plant. Those type of things, it starts getting to be somewhat infectious. It, we
3: have been desperate for somebody who understood us, somebody who believed in us, somebody who encouraged us, somebody who loved us. And finally, we've got that.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think it's exciting. No, no, good, good call, Chuck. And, um, uh, and so uh, but, yeah, I, I think that's one. Look, I think this is one of the real things out there is I think there's a real excitement coming into the world today about uh, in the United States that, hey, we can do things. We can hire workers. We can get things going again. And 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 you're starting to really see this. I mean, the the the, the small business uh, optimism numbers are going through the roof. Uh, you're seeing uh, corporate uh, optimism is really jumping up in. And I think it, once uh, Donald Trump is the president, I think once he be, he's inaugurated, I think people are going to feel a little bit more comfortable in supporting him, particularly some of these these bigger corporate people because they're just so nervous. There's such there's been such a anti-Trump frenzy created by the left, uh, it, but this is I think it's going to grow. I, I I think this and this is not political. I mean I think this is really uh, this is really. You look at the American people, you go back and read Tocqueville about the American people, and it's just fascinating how you know how industrious they were. He, he couldn't believe the country how they came up and outdid everybody in everything they did, and how excited they were about things. He, he, how they they brought God into everything they did. It was just, and people he would write about this back in the early 1800s, and, and, and you know they would write about it and send it back to uh, Europe, and, and and the Europeans were absolutely fascinated by the Americans. They had no no idea. They were under. They had uh royalty. They were serfs. They had, uh, you know, they had elite classes. And if you weren't in there, you could go nowhere. And the, the idea that you have a democracy, that you could do what you want, that you could do anything you wanted to them was just. You could worship whatever god you wanted. To them was just unbelievable. And 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 I think we're going back to that. And I think it's very exciting. And and and, and I don't think. And, and again, I don't think this is. A political i uh, look the democrats could have done this uh, you know i i i i mean honestly if you sit down and look at it the democrats they were in better position to do it really and and he, trump, and in and, 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 and in fairness to donald trump the republicans he's the one guy that understood that the american people wanted a future they wanted jobs and 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 and, and they wanted their country back and, and so i think it's a mistake for a lot of people to sit there and bring think chalk this all up, the politics and everything else. I think this is a fundamental, fundamentally an American quality to be great, that really want to be great. This is why people pour in from all over the world. You know, very few people come over here because they just want to get a little better life. They want to be great in their own way. They traipse across the desert to come here. They get in a ship to come here. They get in a raft to come here. And, you know, I, I used to go fishing, you know, I, when I had time, we got fishing in the Gulf once in a while. Ha, you know, a lot of people were afraid to even go out in a boat in the Gulf, in a nice boat, and, you know, five miles off. Shore. These people would get in a leaky raft that was literally sinking in to get to the United States. I mean, that type of person is just, you know, unstoppable. And, and, and so this is, I think that's a big, big thing. Uh, questions or comments? were at the last uh, end of the show here, 713 339 1070. A couple things. Uh, there's a big battle on interest rates uh, out there right now. Bill Gross says if interest rates go above 2.664%, uh, somewhere in there, uh, the the bull market in bonds is over. Jeffrey Gunlack, these are the two biggest bond managers out there. Uh, Bill Gross isn't as big, but he's probably as well respected. Jeffrey Gunlack is saying 3%. If we go over 3%, it's the end of the bull market. And why this is the big story is is we've had interest rates go down for thirty plus years from fifteen, sixteen, seventeen percent ten year to the one point three four percent in July of two thousand fifteen. Are we coming to I I, I and I think we're gonna be talking more about this. I think we go from a shift over to the over two uh over two. Uh, More inflation. See if we get this call on. Can we get that call on real quick? See if we can get it. Yeah. Hey, Chuck, you had a question. You know,
3: the thing about it is I, I forgot the key element there. What caused the Great Depression was when the American people lost confidence in themselves and their nation no economist can come up with any significant reason for the Great Depression it really was lack of confidence we gave up we were dispirited. yeah Chuck,
1: no I think that's right that that's a good point point. we're coming up in the end of the show so I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, build on that just real quickly the if you read Amity Schley's book the Forgotten man we've had Amity on our show uh she's a phenomenal one of the a brilliant person. Uh, and she kind of lays the groundwork for the Great Depression. And one of the things is it really is a loss of confidence. A lot of people think it was the Federal Reserve was too tight. There's a new school of thought that really doesn't think that's the case. And, and she lays out the case how Franklin Roosevelt enacted all these socialist policies that dispirited the American people, very similar to Barack Obama. But yeah, a, a good point, Chuck. So but I think we got a couple things. We're making this shift. This is a huge transition now. We got a new president coming up Friday. Very exciting. We got the Federal Reserve rolling back, the ending the quantitative easing. that has been the, the, the free ride for the market. We got it. What's going to happen with China? Uh we, we got a lot of stuff on the plate. A lot of exciting things are going to happen this year. Is it the end of the uh, bull market in bonds? I think you have to start making the shift to more an inflationary environment in the future. And that's what we've been working on for our clients and their portfolios. Uh, I think it's going to be a very interesting year. We'll be writing some more about this in the Max Out Savings report. If you're not on our list, go to maxoutsavings.com. It's maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for our free newsletter. It's how to save money, how to build up wealth, common 401k mistakes, how to handle sudden wealth. We talk, in 2007. We wrote about how the investment banks were going to fail. We laid out the case. We showed you their balance sheet, and we detailed that they were going to lose funding, which is exactly what happened. And we predicted the failures of the investment banks in 2007. No one did that. We did it on the Max Out Savings Report. We come up, have a lot of great things to help you out. If you have a 401k plan or an IRA rollover, you need help. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. We put together portfolios that do a lot of risk analysis. So if you need some help, go to the website maxoutsavings.com. And remember our philosophy and our motto is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's a key to building up wealth over the long term. We'll see you next week, right here on the Max Out Savings Show.
0: This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors, produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Giocca on AM 1070, The Answer.